0: Are you giving from a place of overflow and alignment and true integrity, or are you giving from a place of lack? Because you feel like you're not actually receiving that from the other person. So you think that if you just continue to give in that way, they will give back to you in that way. Welcome back to the boldly courageous podcast. It is the last motherfucking day of the month. Can you believe that we are going to be in the month of May? Like, when did that happen? I literally feel like April just started this year has been flying by so quickly for me. I feel like I'd still March. (laughs) So strange, but wherever you are, whatever the season is for you, I'm sending you love. And I'm just as always, incredibly grateful that you are here and that we get to connect and have these types of conversations about all things. And on one of my more recent episodes, I talked about being kind of in this transition. And I do feel like I've been in a transition for like six weeks, eight weeks. It's still happening. This is the beautiful thing about life is that we're always evolving and we're always growing. And there's always an opportunity to reflect on where we've been and that famous Steve job quote says that you can only connect the dots looking backwards. You can't connect the dots looking forward. And I've been connecting the dots on a lot of things lately, and I'm excited to share more of it with you. There's a rebrand coming for the podcast as we're getting ready to approach one year. I feel like so much has happened in the past year and I've evolved and the community has evolved and the message has evolved and the mission has evolved. And I'm excited to, just embark on that journey alongside of you and, and just serve in a deeper way. And something that I've been navigating through, as you guys know, if you've been here for a minute is dating and relationships and love and partnership and realizing, you know, for me, like one of my sole purposes on this planet is love. I mean, I think that's all of our soul missions, right? Is to love and be loved. We are beings that can actually feel that emotion and can vibrate at that frequency. And something that's really, really fascinating to me, that's been in my awareness a lot more recently as I'm navigating through different types of relationships and relationship dynamics, whether that's romantically or with friendships is this notion of love languages, right? And most people know what love languages are. You've heard of it. There are five of them. I'm sure there are more. If we really were going to break it down, there's definitely more than five, but the basics are quality time, acts of service, physical touch, gifts, and words of affirmation. There's a book on it. There's a quiz. I mean, there's whole programs and courses. And as a society, I think we are all fixated on this idea of love. And I have been sitting in this space a lot more of just observing love as a frequency and love as a verb and love as a noun and reading about love and learning all the different nuances of what love really is. And a lot of times I think people really struggle with self-love. I know I have right? And if you ask any woman, if she truly loves herself, most of them will say, no, they might say there's some things about themselves that they love, but in general, they would say, no, I don't love myself. And I mean, there's a whole industry on self-love and personal development. I mean, I don't even know how big the industry is, but clearly we're onto something here. And if you've ever struggled with self-love or self-acceptance, I'm with you. I've been there. I'm still there. And what I've come to learn is that if you really want to be loved by someone else in partnership and in relationship, then you must explore the ways in which you show yourself love first, right? And as a person human who identifies as female, I'm a female. And for a lot of those humans out there that identify as a woman in a relationship or a female in relationship, I think it is our natural default to want to give to others and view that as a form of love and become a martyr and sacrifice our own wants and our own needs and our own desires in the process of seeking out love. This is actually abandonment. We abandon ourselves in order to get the thing that we want. And I've done a couple of episodes on this and shared a little bit about it and on my social media and things like that. And I think that it, this is, it's a learned behavior, right? We see our caretakers give to everybody else and and not care for themselves and not be loving to themselves and maybe be really negative to themselves, pick themselves apart, not care for themselves, not make their health health and wellness a priority, not create boundaries. And these are all these are all acts of separating from ourselves and not really honoring us and giving ourselves the love that we wish that we could seek and as I am stepping into this new phase of dating and the potential of relationships, I'm finding myself in a space of just reflecting back a lot on past relationships, particularly in my marriage and just noticing where did I have a clear understanding of how I want to receive love and how do I communicate that to my partner? Right. I think we also, because of Hollywood and the media have this unrealistic expectation that our person is just going to know, like they're a mind reader and they're just going to know exactly how we want to be loved. And so a lot of us are just flying blind, like doing the best that we can and not understanding why this person doesn't appreciate us. And they don't, we don't feel loved by them. Like, I'm doing all of this and I'm putting in all of this effort and I don't feel like you're doing anything and I don't feel like you're showing me this and I don't get this and I don't get that and I don't, I don't, I don't, right? This is a common theme in a lot of relationships. I've been there too. But if we can't clearly understand how you show yourself love, like if you don't know exactly how you want to receive love and you don't know what it feels like to receive love in that way, then being able to communicate that to your partner when you feel like you're not getting what you want in order to thrive in a relationship will be incredibly challenging, right? So it's this like continual process of self-discovery and self-evolution and self-realization so that we can then go communicate our needs to the person that we love. And that doesn't always feel good, but if you can start with something small and simple, like you know, I really love it. Like it means so much to me and I really love and value when we spend quality time together. Like this is super important for me. It helps me feel more connected to you. Like if you can communicate that, then when it comes to communicating your needs and other ways that feel a little bit more challenging, like sexually or in the bedroom or what, how you want to be supported through motherhood or being pregnant, it becomes a lot easier. And one of the coolest experiences I've had recently was taking the love language quiz because I thought I had an idea of what my love languages were. And I was actually kind of surprised as I was going through the quiz, like asking myself, would I like in partnership, if my partner were giving me time versus giving me a gift, which one would I value more and why? And I kind of allowed myself to feel into it. And so my top three love languages, my number one love language is quality time. And I, I kind of knew that because I really value time with people and experiences, even though I'm an introvert and I really like to be alone. When someone gives me their time, I know how important that is. Because for me, time is so valuable. It's the one resource that's not renewable. We can never get it back. So if someone is willing to spend or invest their time with me and vice versa, that shows me that they really value me. And that shows me that they really care about me. And I place such a high emphasis on human connection and experiences with somebody. So quality time, definitely. Number one acts of service was number two, which was very interesting. I'm going to talk about that more in a second. And physical touch was number three, which I was also kind of surprised by the lowest two were gifts and words of affirmation. Also, I was kind of surprised that words of affirmation wasn't higher. I thought for sure that would be important, I think what's more important to me is quality of communication, which comes through quality time. So why I value quality time so much is because I love to have deep connected conversations. So it's less about like someone affirming me and more about the connection that is built through rabbit holes of conversation. So what was interesting for me about this experience as I took this quiz, as I was starting to look at the ways in which I show love to other people, right? Because when you think about love languages and the way that we relate in relationships, there's two sides of this coin. There's the way that you give, and there's the way that you like to receive. And I think a lot of times in any area of life, we give to others in the way that we want to receive back. And where that can be a slippery slope in relationships is that if you're like, if you, the way that you give love is quality time, but the most important thing for your partner is words of affirmation and you never affirm them, then you might be feeling like I just give and give and give. And this person like, doesn't care. Like they don't even acknowledge it. Well, you're not giving in a way that they actually receive. So it's so important that we look at both sides of the coin in order to cultivate deep relationships. And this doesn't just relate to romantic partnerships. This is like in family dynamics and friendships, business relationships to a lesser extent. But if you're in network marketing and you're leading a team and you know how your leaders like to receive love, this is important, right? Like physical touch might not be something that you want to give them, but when you see them, you know, that giving them a really like genuine heart-centered, heartfelt hug with some words of affirmation might be like the thing that sends them over the edge and makes them feel so seen and so loved and so supported. So I think for me, where the big eye-opener was, was number one, looking at these three love languages and noticing where I give from a place of overflow or lack. So when it comes to quality time, do I give other people quality time from a place of having an abundance of it? Or am I giving it from a place of lack because I want it from the other person? Same thing with acts of service. This was a big one for me that I've really had to do a lot of work around is that I love doing acts of service, but sometimes it's coming from a place of wanting to receive an act of service in return, right? So for example, if my if i really want my partner to show up and do acts of service for me and i feel like i'm not getting it and i'm not rooted in being able to communicate that i might overgive to that person i might do i might go above and beyond with my acts of service like over the top because I really want them to do it in exchange. So it's actually coming from a place of lack. It's not coming from a place of overflow and authenticity. It's coming from a deficit because I want that thing. I want this person to give that to me. And so instead of actually communicating it, I overgive and I overextend acts of service. So this is really powerful to tap into, to notice what is the frequency behind the way that you're giving love? Are you giving from a place of overflow and alignment and true integrity, or are you giving from a place of lack because you feel like you're not actually receiving that from the other person. So you think that if you just continue to give in that way, they will give back to you in that way. And this is where I see for myself and a lot of other people, so many issues in a relationship because they're like, I do all of this for you and I get nothing in return. And you know, I do all this, but you don't do it for me. And part of that is you haven't clearly communicated why that's important. So I think in relationships, we place a lot of energy into the other person, hoping that they will put energy back into us. And quite honestly, it's a lose-lose scenario. And so what's really powerful about this quiz is number one, it gives you an opportunity to notice like where am I out of alignment with the way I give love? And where am I not communicating the way in which I want to receive love? And then it opens up a conversation for your partner to tell you like, how do they like to receive love? So I know for some of my girlfriends, like words of affirmation are so important to them and gifts really don't matter. So if it's their birthday, I might send them a card or send them a voice memo and just pour love onto them. And I probably won't, go over the top with gifts, right? But I have another friend where gifts are really important. So I might send flowers or a little gift or give them something when I see them as a token of my love for them because that's how they receive love. So it's important to have this dialogue and be open to learning about the other person and how they like to receive love so that you can actually give love from a a truly aligned place that's going to be well-received. And the other side of it is really knowing like, how do you like to receive love and how can you actually fill your love tank without someone else filling it for you? This is huge, right? So knowing that your love needs come first and you have to be the one to meet them before anybody else can meet you is one of life's greatest lessons. (laughs) Like I'll tell you that right now. It's just been so revolutionary for me and eye-opening to look at these love languages and ask myself, how do I show myself quality time? Like, do I actually sit down with myself and curate a quality experience, right? So that might be journaling or meditating or rest or getting out in nature, exercise. Like these are all ways in which I can show myself Quality time with me, and that's a very loving act, you know. Acts of service how do I actually do acts of service for myself? So, the other day, I was kind of navigating through some challenging stuff, and I really had this like vision in my mind of being in a partnership with someone and like waking up on a Sunday. And being like all snuggly in the morning and like getting up and having a nice little morning and doing some breath work and meditating together and just kind of talking about maybe what came through for us and realizations and breakthroughs that we're having and then cooking this like amazing breakfast, you know, and like maybe going for a nice walk and doing something fun. And I, I had this moment of feeling like sad that I had to wait to do that because I didn't have a partner or I didn't have somebody that I could do that with. And I, paused for a second. And I thought I can actually do that with myself. Like, how can I do these acts of service? How can I number one, spend quality time with myself and have that nice slow morning on a Sunday. And then the act of service is like making this beautiful breakfast where I actually like take the placemats out and get the nice napkins and make a beautiful brunch and plate it and make it look all gorgeous. And like this whole act of serving myself, was so beautiful. And it, it like brought forward for me, the opportunity to do more of this. Like I bought myself flowers and, you know, booking myself a massage or even like something simple, like going to the dentist, (laughs) like this is an act of service because it's serving me and it's serving my energetic vessel. And then physical touch, is another one. Like if that is one of your love languages, like how can you further explore the relationship that you have with your body? And it doesn't have to be sexual, right? Like it could be giving yourself a neck rub or, um, rubbing your feet or just noticing how smooth your legs are. If you just shave them, like I do that often, or, um, you know, maybe a bathing ritual, like doing some dry brushing and taking a wonderful bath. And then just like having more awareness around the experience of putting your lotion on or brushing your hair and noticing that the sensation that you have of building this connection and pouring the frequency of love into these acts these mundane tasks that we do every single day. Like how can every single task that you do to care for yourself be infused with the frequency of love, whether that's brushing your teeth or making dinner or making your bed or doing your laundry, like these can all be These can all be love languages and acts of service and quality time and affirmations that you spend with yourself. So it's such a powerful opportunity for you to recognize that you don't have to rely on a partner. You don't have to wait for them to figure it out or for them to be a mind reader in order for you to start showing yourself love and to start navigating through and bringing awareness to the ways in which you like to receive love from yourself. This is truly where the work begins. And this is truly where you get to learn about yourself. And this is where true love within yourself is fostered and is grown. And now you're not seeking for the thing that you desire outside of yourself. Instead, when you come into a partnership and you come into a relationship, your love tank is actually full It's so full that it's actually overflowing. So you have capacity and space to give love from an overflow and an abundance, not from a lack perspective of not getting what you want from yourself. And then you're seeking it from somebody else, right? So it's such a beautiful practice. If you are single to start exploring these different love languages and how you can start cultivating a beautiful, connected, loving relationship with yourself so that when you do walk into a new relationship or a new partnership, you're not coming from a deficit or a place of lack or need for someone else to complete you. You are whole and you are complete already and you actually have the capacity to love more because you're vibrating from an abundance of love, not from a lack of love. And so I remember when I was in a relationship and maybe this is you, maybe you're navigating through a relationship and feeling like you're struggling to fix it. Like your needs are not being met. And you and your partner are constantly saying the same things over and over again. Like, I feel like you don't love me or you don't respect me or my needs aren't being met or whatever that energy might be. Like I was there. I remember feeling like not seen, not heard, not supported, not safe. And there was a lot of different dynamics to it, but part of it was, I wasn't doing these things for myself. And as a result, my partner wasn't doing these things for his self. And then we weren't coming together and talking about it and actually communicating. And in that scenario, it can really feel one-sided, right? And you're putting all this energy outward and feeling exhausted and burnt out. And like, you're trying so hard. And I remember when I left that relationship, I had all this energy that I didn't know what to do with, right? I was so used to pouring all this energy into somebody else and trying to fix it and trying to figure out like how I could make them happy and how I could show up and what was wrong and what we could work on. And it was so much energy, right? That when I became single, I had all this energy available and I didn't know where to direct it. And so the, the greatest gift I gave myself was dating myself, like taking all of that energy that I was pouring out and redirecting it back to me and actually being in a conscious partnership with myself, getting to know my love languages, what makes me tick and being able to give myself the love that I desired so much from another person. And I'm still kind of in this space right now of like, learning, like, where am I not showing up for myself? Where am I not giving myself the things that I want? And how am I showing up in, in relationships now from a lack of energy and this needy of like, I want you to see me, or I want to spend quality time with this person, or I want them to do these things for me because I'm not doing them for myself. So such a powerful breakthrough that I had. And I truly believe the simplest path to self-love is to just go take the quiz for the love languages. And really start to just sit and observe, like, in what ways are you showing yourself love in the capacity that you want to receive it? And then in what ways can you maybe redirect some of your energy to show yourself some more love and commit to building a loving relationship with yourself so that you can communicate to your partner what your needs are and you can feel whole and complete and not feel like you're coming from a place of lack. So that is my message for you today. That is what's on my heart. As always, I'm sending you so much love. I hope this message resonated with you. If it did, let me know. I love connecting with you on Instagram. I'm at Martin on all the things. Slide in my DM. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And if you would be so gracious, I would love it if you would share this on Instagram. Tag me and share it with your friends. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of.